0: Britain is about to witness the birth of Robot Wars.
1: They're still making final adjustments. Three,
2: two, one, activate.
1: Hello everyone and welcome to Activate, the Robot Wars podcast. I am Benji, also the hitman, along with me as always... It's Robbie Armlessly. Hello. That was supposed to mimic the sound of you booting up or something, I suppose.
2: <laughs> well, have you ever heard anything actually boot up like that?
1: I had an Amiga 500+. That probably explains a lot. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> and today we get to review week four, which is Heat D of
2: 2017 part two, which we're also calling Series X. Series X, Heat D for D's nuts. And it's going to be... Awesome! You don't normally do the hype. I do the hype. <laughs> <laughs> Where's all the hype coming it's from? Because everyone always calls all the other Heat D's Heat D for death, but this time death, for, yeah, death. Because because uh, something bad happens. Something bad always happens. This is season X for extreme death. Whoa. Yeah, they'll do
1: extreme extreme. Yeah,
2: yep. We've made it all the way to Heat D. The finals are starting to take shape. Well, after this episode, we're only going to have one more heat, and then it's the final. It's all going down. I don't know and it do. sort of it's engaged. I mean, I know, there it goes.
1: So we found out that next week, there isn't going to be an episode of Robot Wars.
2: No, there's some insane things going on in the world, and they thought, look, Robot Wars is amazing, but some things just need to be seen. Tennis is one of those things yeah what's tennis anyway what they do with tennis from what i've seen they're fishing for a green ball air fishing Mm -hmm. so it's kind of like robot wars but
1: like with two to four humans and a net in the middle and you're hitting a projectile back and forth um between the two sides of the court without knocking it out of boundaries without having bounced first but other than that it's exactly like
2: Robot Wars Mm, so you know it does have the dial of doom like Robot Wars so the pit can drop Okay, (laughs) and the fog of war happens as well man I I did
1: not know that and uh, we're Mm. probably going to have to review tennis yep next Mm. week what's the other one Rogue Bot they get Rogue Ball Boy Rogue Ball (laughs) Boy just starts throwing tennis balls in all directions (laughs) Balls (laughs) Balls <laughs> and he's come out. And shooting here out comes machine. the rogue ball boy, and then just all hell breaks <laughs> <laughs> Jonathan Pierce is screaming. <laughs> he commentates everything, every show. On I'm not aware that he doesn't, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> okay, do we talk about people's predictions? Do we talk about the bots? What do you want to talk about?
2: I suppose we we'll do what we always do and speak about these six lovely robots that have joined us this evening. Okay, let's do this.
1: Dunbar. Four thousand Crusher. The Mangler from Marlow. From Bungay. Iron Ore Six Flipper. The Brawler from Bungay. From Lewis. The Kegs. Cluster Bot. Lee Lewis. Lewis.
2: I think it's Lose. Lose. Lose.
1: The Louts from Lose. From Tervey, Toron, Spinner. The Brute from Bedfordshire. From Krukan, Nats 2, Spinner. The Slugger from Somerset. From Pool, Concussion, Drum, Spinner. The Disestablisher
2: from Dorset. (laughs) Beautiful.
1: And possibly a made-up word. I don't know. (laughs) I haven't looked it up. (laughs) Sounds like a really mean job title. What Disestablisher? Well, if something's established, but you have to like stop that... You disestablish it. You have to hire a disestablisher from the Yellow Pages. (laughs) (laughs) The the Yellow yellow Pages. The Yellow Pages. (laughs) Go on, Google, man. Yeah, there you go. Those are our bots. Do we start from the top?
2: Start from the old Androne 4000. Sometimes a day out with the company just goes hideously overboard. Like this,
0: for example. Hello, David. How are you? Hello, Daryl. I'm very well, thank you. Uh, this started as a sort of a team bonding exercise in your company, not it? it? It did. Where are they? Where's the rest of the company? Are they coming along to cheer you on? They're still in work. Are you not seeing what they've done here? You're possibly less popular in the office than you You, you to could believe. very well be lo- right yeah. there. Yeah,
2: you could very Currently,
0: well the well. minute you left, a pop of champagne corks and, yay, we got rid of them. <laughs> <laughs>
2: off. As many people have noted, where did the other 3,999 go? <laughs> oh, clever. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> here we he go. Yeah, but where does that number come from? Well, I suppose you can't use 2,000 anymore because it doesn't sound futuristic anymore. Mm-hmm. So that's gone. Two thousand's not a thing. Yeah. Maybe 3,000 was, I don't know, too used for them.
1: But I figure they didn't start using things like 2,000 until at least a 100 minimum years before the yes. year 2,000.
2: <laughs> We're quite <These> away the-
1: <laughs> from 4,000. Let's just say that much. In the year 4,000, I find it highly unlikely that this bot will still be here. Maybe this is what people will look like in the year 4000. Maybe that's the point. Maybe they did. Maybe they reached into the future and brought this bot back to us. So what can you tell us about the bot? It's a crusher. It sure is. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so a black and yellow wedge crusher. So you've got the wedge on the front with two prong forks coming out. So that will grab you, lift you into the slow moving hydraulic crushing arm, which is tipped with a nice looking spike or beak i guess you could call it decoration it has its logo on like spray painted on it the logo appears to be the crushers itself like the little spiky beak thing in the shape of the letter a with 4000 written on it i mean a lot of thought put in there yeah more bots need a really solid logo Mm. that's i think that should be a requirement along with the mascot. As you can see, I think the time should be put into really important stuff with robots. (laughs) A killer logo is key. Hydraulic electric system for the um, crushing arm. So it uses hydraulics to crush, but then it uses electric power to Ah, self-write.
1: So it's not going to be wasting hydraulic potential
2: when it's self-writing. Hydraulic is so slow. It's slow and powerful as opposed to the opposite being pneumatics being quick burst of power so Uh, i see it would take a while for the crusher to self-write itself if it was using hydraulic power to do it so it has a separate setting entirely for popping itself back onto its feet yeah pretty clever that's real clever means i don't have to add even more bits i guess i mean even more heavy bits i suppose now interestingly the weight is a bit of a Bit of a weird one for Android four thousand. Now the weight on the internet, it was either at hundred or one hundred and ten kilos. Mm-hmm. Can't remember. On the website, it says one of the two. Go look. The Hayes manual, which is probably right, as we tend to know. Yeah. One hundred eight point six. Nice and yeah, specific. Yeah. That very sounds specific. about right, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah. Now the official handbook. Guess the weight it thinks Androne four thousand is.
1: So it's not one hundred and ten. Not one hundred and ten. A hundred? Not hundred. Lower? Higher? Lower. Ninety? No. Ninety-five? No. Eighty? No. Eighty-five? Nope. Seventy? No. Seventy-five? No. Seventy-nine? No. Seventy-eight? No. Seventy-six?
2: Nope. If if you if you get it rounded to the nearest five, I'd give you it.
1: Seventy-five? No. Sixty? No. Sixty-five? Nope. 50 no nope. 55 no nope. am I going in the wrong direction yes and
2: no because the book doesn't know
1: <laughs> wait unknown <laughs> what it's not unknown they've got it on the website you and just you have to go online
2: do you <laughs> just have to read the the better book they could have phoned them and asked them why didn't they just do what they did in the rest of the book and make it up <laughs> They are
1: literally, they could have just asked them on social media.
2: How much is Look, your bot weight? a book about <laughs>
1: Robot Wars, and we're not sure how much your bot weighs. Care to elaborate? Boom. Man, that handbook. <sighs>
2: yeah. It's crazy. about it.
1: It's worth buying, specifically, to just see. To pick it apart. All the shenanigans that are in it.
2: So eight tons of force in five seconds. I've also written down eight seconds, so it might say that on another, on some website somewhere as well. (laughs) Apparently one of the most powerful crushers ever, at least in robot wars history, at least in UK robot wars history, according to us. 4,000. Oh, it does come from somewhere. It's not about being futuristic. (laughs) This is why I should memorize my notes. No. This comes from the PSI the crusher operates at. So that's why it's Android Four. So actually, it has a very <laughs> logical
1: and concise reason. Yeah, as to why it's called Four Thousand.
2: Yeah, it was denied entry into season <coughs> nine, so it did fail its application. I guess they didn't want Android Four Thousand at that point.
1: Do you think they were avoiding crushers at the time, or
2: don't know? I mean, it really depends what they felt was going on. It might have changed a bit since then. Yeah, yeah. It might be a very different robot. I so hope so. The top is vulnerable to axes. Um, the front armour is 15mm steel, the sides 5mm steel. It doesn't really specify what kind of steel, it's just steel. And the top, I'm guessing, being the most vulnerable part of that steel. But yeah, they've protected their wheels. They've got little bits of metal, little sheets of metal around the wheels, which yeah. is nice. That'll be the 5mm steel, but it helps. It's a good idea. But it's nice seeing a crusher, Yeah, to be no, honest. Absolutely. Mixes it up a bit. It does mix it up a bit. And it's a nice little design, typical crusher design, I guess, for the modern age, which is you want to make sure there's a way to get under your opponent, sort of hold of them whilst mm-hmm. the crusher comes down because it takes so long for it. It's essentially a big hydraulic press going down on you and you've got to wait for it. Any Great comments bot. on
1: Andrew 4000? Well, the color scheme implies hazard. It does black and yellow. And I think that is a powerful choice and improves the bot's performance tenfold.
2: It reminds me of an insect a bit. Hmm. When it sort of grabs something and it just slowly comes down and pierces, it has this very insectoid eating something.
1: Like organic, methodical, slow, steady kind of... Feeding, horrible yeah. thing. Like
2: this mandibles coming just piercing. Yeah. And slowly killing the enemy.
1: What was the giant spider called in Lord of the Rings? I thought we were going with an S. Oh, God. SheLoc or something, wasn't it? Anyway,
2: yeah, like that thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. nasty, violent little thing. But we're getting on to the important bit now, which is what quip does the official handbook have? The handbook
1: goes, "Oh, this'll probably give you a good
2: crushing. Beware the Crusher Arm of Death of Death. Why is it always of Death? Be How aware. many people has it
1: killed? <laughs> 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 I want to. I want a body count because." I don't think it can be of death if it hasn't caused any death.
2: Now who's specifying people death here? They may have run over a bunch of ants with it.
1: Well, yeah, but I mean, I like, I could be like, I am, I'm Benji of expec- expensive restauranting. <laughs> no, I ain't, <laughs> <laughs> but I can say it. <laughs> you can't just tag things onto yourself. Beware. Be your arm of death. Be aware Let's just. Should we just go to the next spot? <laughs> you want to talk about old iron ore?
0: Well, here's a bit of history, a bit of Robot Wars history. Anyway, Gilbert Grimm, how are you? I'm very well, thank you. Now, Gilbert, you have been involved in it for some time, haven't you? Seventeen years now. Okay. My son got me into the Robot Wars. Hello, sir. How are you? This is your son. Robert. Robert Grimm, yes. And there's another generation of Grimm as well, am I right yeah. in saying this? Yep, there's little William that's just joined us, eight months old. Eight months old, very, very good. The uh, memories I have with my father are quite sketchy and we didn't actually spend that much time together. And I wanted that to be different for me and my son and hopefully going on to the grandson as well.
1: Ood and O six. 6 Get it? Because I and R. As in, you've oared iron out of the ground, and also because you are in awe of this iron.
2: You are in awe <laughs> of this iron that is made of 3.2mm hardened steel, so it should be steel ore.
1: Iron steel 6. But
2: steel ore doesn't make sense, but still. Yeah, yeah. And it should be iron slash steel ore 6 slash 1. Slash 1. Because it will be the first steel ore as well at the same time. <laughs> Classic wedge flipper with um, a face on yeah. the front. It's a really weird looking bot, to be quite honest. But it
1: has kind of like an old school feel to it, doesn't it? It does. It's very retro bot.
2: The face and the mouth on the steel flipper, and then it's got its two um, cannons on the side. Yeah, so I don't really then- know how they work because they just get annihilated very
1: quickly. What are they supposed to? I thought they were just the way they were like getting broken about and flying over. I thought they were specifically there to entangle or
2: so. Inside of it are the entanglement. Weapons. Oh, good.
1: I'll, yeah. Okay.
2: Now, whether they were supposed to shoot those entangled weapons oh. out, hence the name cannons, yeah. I don't know, or whether it was the point was things would like just get caught up in them as it broke them, as it attacked them. Yeah, they were maybe. on the side. It would make perfect sense. Yeah. So it's apparently the original cheese wedge flipper. Okay. So not, not the first. Flipper, not necessarily, not not even the first pneumatic flipper, I don't believe, but the first of this kind of cheese wedge design flipper. One of the pioneers of flipping, let's just say that much. That sounds good. Very, very experienced team. This is their fourth appearance in Robot Wars. They're in seasons four, six, and seven as well. Cool. And they actually, no, they're in season five, but with a different robot. Do you want to know what it's called? What? Axe-Or. Oh, they like the word ore. Yeah, they like the word ore. Ah, that's good. The armour is hard ox, which is hard. Now, Iron Ore 5 are the 2008 and 2010 UK champions. They came second in the live circuit in this year, 2017. Mm -hmm. There is an Iron Ore 7, by the way. That's been around since 2013. Why didn't they enter it? I don't know. Maybe maybe they preferred Iron Ore 6.
1: Do you think they were like. They knew they were walking into. A pretty rough competition, so they thought they'd use a disposable previous bot. I don't know because I maybe... mean, when you go on the live circuit, you're not going to encounter a spinner of the level of carbide or anything.
2: No, they have a much lower um, speed limit on the live circuit, even though they're allowed now. So I think mm. it's, it's about half.
1: Mm.
2: It's, here, it's about half that of the uh, robot wars is what you can use for spinners at the moment. So I don't know. I genuinely don't know. Maybe Iron or Seven has teething problems. Maybe it doesn't work as well as they'd hoped. Maybe it's it's a bit smaller, or I don't know, maybe it's a different weight class. I simply don't know enough about Iron Ore 7 to comment.
1: I'm sure someone will tell us.
2: Now, it's one of the most reliable flippers on the live circuit. That's important. (laughs) (laughs) This episode may not be the best highlight reel for Iron Ore 6, let's just say that much. (laughs) Now, Iron Ore 5 got itself a 19 win streak. And 33 out of the arena victories in its first year. Crikey. So these guys do know how to, how to do quite well. Mm-hmm. Now, this is another one where the website says it's 110 kilos. Both books say 108.5. So I'm going to go with 108.5. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe when some of the entanglements can add that extra 1.5 kilos. I don't know. Really? I don't know. Well, yeah. I'm not the guy to ask. Yeah. I should be. But I'm not. Now do you know what its quip is?
1: Or oh, you'll be in awe of
2: this flipper. Flipping awesome. Oh no. Flipping no no Ooh. G.
1: Flipping awesome. Oh, I think that quip gave me a migraine. <laughs> oh, that's awful. That's awful. <laughs> oh no, I can't stop. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh man <laughs> oh dear uh. at this point I am starting to think that this book and the website when it comes to the biggest weakness especially for the ro- for a lot of these robots mm. that are in this season might be giving away kind of what happens to these bots because mm. it's super strength is it's powerful flipper of course but it's weakness is the reliability of it's flipper
1: you mean the most reliable flipper on the life circuit mm and they predicted that the weakness would be that it wouldn't be reliable.
2: Yeah, strange that it's almost as
1: if they've already watched the episode.
2: Well, we know that they already know what's going to happen, mm-hmm. but that kind of gives away yeah. exactly what happens. Yeah, which again, when I relook at carbide's entanglement weakness, makes me wonder what's happening. It's something going to get chewed into that. Yeah, maybe. Oh, I was talking earlier. Now I haven't even spoke about the episode yet. Mm-hmm. But what if nuts 2's chain? Gets entangled. Because that is a thick old chain. It's thick and there's two meters of chain yeah. on Nuts too. And what if the really, weapon gets yeah. entangled in carbide?
1: It really does create like a barrier around it. Yeah, You has to, to get you through have that have to go somehow. through it. Yeah, you, you have, to. have to. You have to tank here.
2: Mm. What if that Ooh. hit? And with how like they have some kind of godlike sniping ability, Nuts too. Yeah, if they amazing. get the <laughs> spinner and it chews it up and it goes, it entangles in.
1: Well, we'll get to nuts too. We'll
2: get. Don't to nuts you worry. Too. We'll get to nuts
1: too. But first, we have to talk about the kegs. Ah, lost kegos. I worked for Greenpeace from 1976 through to a couple of years ago. I've been at sea chasing a Russian whaling fleet, masterminded expeditions to the Antarctic. Like Robot Wars, but
0: different the peace bit, I wonder about this? Well, if everybody worked out their wars by fighting robots, we'd a hell of a lot less people killed. And it's, certainly no animals and definitely no whales or seals are harmed in the fighting of robots. I'll give you that. We use very little blubber uh, and ambergris in the creation of our robots. What? what do the kegs work? I don't think I don't think Mr. Drag the kegs work anymore because we've been cut in half. They do. They do? We want to win, but we also want to have a good time, and we want people watching to have a good time.
2: This is probably one of the weirdest spots I've ever seen. Well, <laughs> <laughs> kinda. <laughs> it's, uh, let's just okay. remember that Terra Turtle Straight- was a thing. <laughs> Straight off the bat, mm-hmm. I-, I saw this here, and I just I couldn't believe what I was reading. So, oh. what's the quip? Um,
1: there's two kegs of beers. So you all want to stay clears. What does the book say?
2: The book says, wait for it. They put a lot of thought into this. Okay, one. I'm ready. This I'm one, ready. This I let me the- strap
1: myself in. This is one okay. of the better ones. This Go, is good.
2: fire away. Made from beer kegs.
1: Shut the back door.
2: It just says made from beer kegs. They didn't Shut even up. try. <laughs> I know it's made from beer kegs. Would you Look be- at it! <laughs> it's called The Kegs! And there's a picture of beer kegs. Yeah.
1: And the point is they're made of kegs. Yeah, they're so- made of
2: kegs. Well, no, they're made of one keg, so even the name of the box wrong. It should it's be called- almost as if they filled in the wrong box. Yeah. <laughs> made from If you
1: kegs. read down, is there, like, a quip hidden somewhere in there? Or- oh,
2: yeah, no. Ah, not- oh, damn it. At
1: the end of this series, are you going to be adverse to me burning the book? <laughs> <laughs> I just can't believe that's what they... Oh, <laughs> oh man. Okay, so it's...
2: It's the novelty cluster bot of this episode. It is indeed. Two half-weight spinners. Mm-hmm. In theory, I mean, we've seen how the spinning bot of the Swarm did. Yeah, that was a powerful spinner. That wasn't bad yeah. at all. Now, this is technically double that, essentially, yeah. with two of them. Is this the Terra Turtle guy? This is the Terra Turtle guy. This is Team Terra. Turtle. Thank you. I thought I recognised
1: him. I remember reading something about Greenpeace, and I was like... That sounds a lot like the Terra Turtle guy, who also worked within charity for environmental reasons mm-hmm. area and designed robots. And I thought it'd be too much of a coincidence if there was two people like that. <laughs> yeah,
2: two so, former <laughs> executive directors of Greenpeace. <laughs> he was like the one of the main guys behind Greenpeace for a who long time. Also build for, <laughs> for robots. Wars. Wars.
1: Okay. Good. We're on the same track.
2: So it's mostly recycled components. Not the first time we've seen that. No, Recyclops, true. my friends. <laughs> yes. It has electric bike motors, and of course the most noticeable recycled component is its armour, which is beer keg. Which is a pretty thick shell. Two point five millimeter curved steel. <laughs> Curve. Of course it's curved. <laughs> beer keg. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I've noticed something wrong with the name. What's that? The kegs. Yeah. It's one keg. Should be called the keg.
1: Oh, it is, nice. Yeah. yeah.
2: It's one keg cut in half. Yeah. That doesn't make keg. it two kegs. No, no. That makes it two halves of kegs.
1: Yeah. It's like if we cut you in half, it <laughs> would be like, there's the Robs.
2: <laughs> yeah. It's not how it works. <laughs> it's not how it works. <laughs> it's a good point. should be called wow, the keg. halves. there you
1: go. Yeah. The keg. The keg. Yeah. One, one entity. I did ask on Twitter separately
2: that if the kegs have individual names and they do. Oh, cool. What are they? Take, s- a, take a good guess. If you
1: say keg one and keg two, I'm going to shove my microphone out the window. Not open the window. <laughs> You're kidding me.
2: They are officially keg one and keg two.
1: Shut up. Ugh.
2: And I cannot find any information oh my as to which one is which.
1: <laughs> Does it matter? No. <laughs> it doesn't matter. They are distinguishable. Oh, my God.
2: You can tell one from the other. Can you? Yeah. Oh, they've got different coloured wheels? Yeah, different style um top wheels, invertible side wheels.
1: You know, in their promo, it sort of shows that they are actually functioning kegs and they can pour beer out of them?
2: Yeah, where is
1: I found that as a bit of a design flaw, because, like, you'd want to drain them first.
0: <laughs> I'm sure they drain them before, And put electronics <laughs> in
1: it. And make it a robot. And they're like, oh yeah, but we made sure we had some room left to put beer in it.
2: Because they're made from beer kegs. That famous funny quip. Yeah. <laughs> what what, what <laughs> keg is your favourite? Keg one or keg well, two? Well, I mean, if I had to commit. <laughs> <laughs> God
1: damn it. This is one weird bot. It
2: is a weird bot. It's super strength, mm-hmm. which strangely isn't the quip. Yeah. Can rip a hole in a car. Really?
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I could, given the correct resources and time. Yeah, the kegs. <laughs> Someone handed me the kegs. Kegs in five minutes. There you go. Can rip a hole in the a car. How did they find that out? Threw it at a car.
2: <laughs> didn't say where the hole was. It could be no, the, windows. In the window. The <laughs> window. And they just threw the keg or the tires. was <laughs> a hole. Technically speaking, I think
1: novelty and the weird and wonderful robots are very much the bread and butter of the show, and you do need them. The kegs. The they kegs. have done well
2: a long time ago. Two fifty to 55 kilo spinners yeah back in the day oh it would have been
1: mad wouldn't it mental yeah, yeah
2: but then back in the day a cluster bot had to enter the arena as one robot and then separate did they hence the cluster they'd be hmm. they'd literally be like um the megazord they'd mind you
1: what what um accounts for them being connected like a sheet of paper or i don't know because you could just have put wrapped them in paper <laughs> and then just let them, them burst out. Like,
2: oh, they come out as a pr- in a present box.
1: Yeah. They come out as a present and they burst out. That'd be amazing. And they could be called the gifts. The gifts. <laughs> even though there is just one gift <laughs> split in two. <laughs> just to wind us up even more. Uh, uh, okay, okay. Uh,
2: well, yeah, we've said what we need to Enough say. Enough of the, the kegs.
1: kegs. Let's move on to Toron.
2: Playing video games is not just a hobby for
1: you, is it? No, it's not at all. I'm I'm actually a video games tester.
2: I mean, I can see little boy's eyes light up. <laughs> do you get paid for that? I
0: do, I know.
2: Does that mean that you'll be good under pressure? Because a lot of people kind of panic on the controls.
0: Well, I hope so. As a games tester, I feel that playing games and, you know, holding controllers can often translate to controlling a robot because it's the same hand-eye coordination. It's, it's, it's instinctive, right?
2: Yep, let's move on to Torons. I mean, sorry, Toron. It's so difficult getting your plurals right, isn't it? <laughs>
1: <laughs> Toron. That's a slick-looking bot. I do like the look of Toron. Yeah.
2: Unfortunately, the book uses season only Season nine's picture, so you get the slightly less...
1: Oh, it's a bit
2: slick, but it's not like... Not as yeah. slick as this new Toron. Exactly. Toron Mark 2, officially, Mark 2. Vertical spinner, hell of an awesome looking thing. Last year, I thought it looked... I say last year. Last season, I thought yeah. it looked really awesome, but it never really got a time to shine. It was one of the immediately eliminated bots mm-hmm. so it's nice to see tauron get a look in for once because that is an awesome weapon it's an awesome awesome weapon so the name we've gone through it last time but do you remember where it comes from
1: hang on let me think Toron
2: is it
1: something to do with
2: a bull so taurus is in a bull. Yeah, yeah yeah plus automatron automaton automatron it is a automatronic bull yes Tour on. Mm-hmm. It has bull's eyes. Did you notice? No. Actual eyes. As in not, not, not dartboard bull's eyes, yeah, but, but bull eyes. But it's like actual eyes now. Angry angry bull eyes but painted on. Thank you. Because you're like, <laughs> no, no, but I mean like <laughs> actual horrifying. eyes. And I'm
1: thinking, <laughs> why? Christ. Again, not very practical. No, I did not notice that. And it's not in the picture because the, no, official the handbook old one, which is has annoying a, me.
2: A huge part of this whole design is. Invertibility. So that big weapon, that frame—the reason it's like that—it mm. has that weird frame thing. Yep. That frame pivots as um, Toron is flipped over. It would look essentially identical, and the spinner itself can run in both directions. So if it's flipped over, it, it's exactly the same. It can run exactly the same. The spinner will run in the other direction, so it's still getting going the right way. So it can still flip things upwards. It's still all working perfectly fine. It doesn't have anything dragging along. The floor.
1: Sorry, I'm just Googling a picture. Tor. There can only be one tour on, right? If I Google this and it comes up with some anime character.
2: It's some kind of Polish energy company. I will add the phrase
1: robot. There can only be one Tor on which is a robot, right?
2: Where's this one? Oh, the one with the blue background. There it is. Here? Yeah, that's the one. Had to be a Facebook link, didn't it? T- takes four
1: hours to load. What's going on? It's a Facebook link. link. Oh, come on. Look, it's taken us it. all the way to here now. I'm guessing this is going to be a...
2: That's going to be picked. Yeah, click it, click it. Screw it, I'll <laughs> click on that then. We'll
1: leave that to do its thing. We haven't done a quip. You want to know it's a quip? Well, I mean, is it going to reference its animal nature? Could do. Like, oh, Strength of a bull. No,
2: that would have been all right. <laughs> What's it say? Half robot, half bull, run for the hills. Why? <laughs> First of all, it's all robot. It's named after a bull. It's, a- <laughs> it's not actually half bull. that would
1: be that
2: would be very violent and an abomination. Bull robot with two spiky horns coming out, but it's not that. It's simply not. Oh, there's a big pi- there's a picture of it. Look. teamtoron.co.uk. Yeah. In but nope. Half robot, half bull. Run for the hills. Run for the hills. Yeah.
1: Why? It's it's within the confines of the robot wars arena. What can bulls not go up hills? Yeah. I uh, don't. They live in green pasture. I mean, <laughs> no. Basically, no. I won't run to the hills. That's weird. Do you reckon we can like get the writer
2: on as a guest? Please tell me what you'd say.
1: My first. Question would be why <laughs> yeah. and my second would be a statement and it'd simply be how dare you.
2: <laughs> oh no. Oh dear. It has a mixture of hardox, so all the metal on its hardox armour, or most of it at least. Mm-hmm. And it also has HDPE, or high density polyethylene, or Gabriel's wheels. Nice. <laughs> the easy way to to reference it. Complete rebuild. Same concept, but it's more compact. Um, the bar itself is 600 millimeters thick, 18 kilograms. There's holes cut out of it to reduce weight. So it actually hits the weight limit, which everywhere agrees is 110 kilos this Mm -hmm. time around. So no controversy. 3600 RPM tip speed of 244 miles per hour. I think 250 miles per hour is the limit for robot wars. I think you can have it go. Mm. I don't think, I think that's the limit. It's around that area. I know. I just noticed something. What? The handbook yeah. says its weapon is a spinning drum. Huh. Where's that then? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I can't see it either. No. It's it's quite clearly a, a bar. Yeah. That is not a drum. I know what drums are shaped like. Yeah. A shaped similar to the keg. That's not it. Why do you have a potato for your internet?
1: I don't, it's the PlayStation. This'll teach me for trying to use the PlayStation as a browser. Easy.
2: Why didn't you just look it up on your phone? It's right next to you.
1: Yeah, but I like to have things on big screens. <laughs> big. We're, We're living in picture. 2017, man. How am I, like, having to look at things on my tiny phone screen?
2: That's the point of 2017. You get a big phone screen now.
1: Yeah, but then we realised we could look at stuff on our phone, and now we need bigger screens this than ever. ever. <laughs> this is the problem, man.
2: Yeah, robotwars.tv, that, uh, that has an up-to-date picture for What sure. do you think I clicked on earlier? <laughs> Oh, was that it? <laughs> oh dear! <Yeah. laughs> oh, here comes a picture. Here comes a picture. It's loading 90s style, where it's slowly bit by bit, <laughs> line by line.
1: We're getting there. There. Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, I, I you say like like bull eyes, but I mean that could really be anything's eye. It's angry honest. eye. It's angry eye. It's eyes. an angry
2: eye. Yeah, angry eye. This bot is in fact a reserve. Another robot called Triforce have had to withdraw. Triforce. Triforce. Did they have to withdraw because
1: of copyright infringement <laughs> against uh, Nintendo?
2: They did not. Um, I think it was just testing issues. They couldn't compete. Harsh beans. So Toron took over. So our first reserve bot. Um, we will have more, but not this episode. I like Toron. It's a cool bot. It's a hella cool bot. Looks like a nice deadly bot. Looks like the more it gets updated, the more dangerous it's going to get.
1: Very slick. Very cool. Okay. Now we can talk about Nuts too.
2: A family of farmers. Cider yep. you make.
1: Oh, all right. Yeah. Cider.
2: That's quite a nice business to be in now.
1: Yeah. Somerset Cider Farmer.
2: Yeah.
0: My father's a Cider Farmer in Somerset. I've stolen his hat. This is the advantage of all the agricultural tooling and big workshops and all the rest that work on the farm machinery. My dad's, you know, supportive of it, but um, he'd quite like me to find a, a real job and move out at some point. So
2: the furry vests, the hats, are they oh. all a kind of decoy?
0: Well, I wouldn't say it's a serious team, but it's got some serious engineering behind it. Come on, you're a professional
1: here.
0: And we have bought something new to the table. It's called a melty brain. It's a complicated bit of electronics, which allows us to drive and spin at the same time. It means I can spin up to full and chase down opponents while spinning. Oh, so it means we're so fully dangerous all the time. Yeah.
1: Is Nuts Two now going to be a CV for your future career in roboteering? Um,
0: I would hope so. You know, it's it, if it works as expected, it's got yeah. some you know serious engineering
2: in there. Give it up, please, for Rory and Nuts Two. The carbide of this episode kind of is Nuts Two. It's almost the carbide and yet the anti-carbide. Its biggest weakness is it's too dangerous to test between battles, according to the handbook. Well, finally, me and the handbook can agree on something. It is pretty lethal. It's a nuts bot, a flail spinner thing. Like, what, what, what type of bot is this? It's insane.
1: Yeah, they, they want to call it a spinner, but it's a spinner in the sense that the entire bot spins. It kind of thwacks, but it's not a, in, like, the normal sense. So it's a thwack spinner. Yeah, it's hard to explain, isn't it?
2: It's a nuts bot. Yeah, yeah. it is its own. The main bot itself is 97 kilos, and the rest of the little mini-bots make Mm -hmm. up for the extra 13, so it goes up to 110, so it uses the weight limit fully. Now, compared to previous nutses...
1: Nutses? I. (laughs) (laughs) What's the plural? (laughs) What's the plural on
2: nuts? (laughs) (laughs) The outer ring where the chains are attached have had an armour upgrade. Now, I've written eyes on top. Oh, there are eyes on top of it. I I remember them now. Nice. Right in the centre, there are eyes on top. That ring as well, Mm -hmm. which I've called the spin ring, is interchangeable. There's different shapes and types they can use, depending on what they're going for. Mm -hmm. It now has what's called a melty brain system. What's that? Some kind of complicated electronic system which allows it to drive and attack simultaneously. So
1: whilst spinning, they can actually navigate it around the arena.
2: Yeah. Insane when you consider it's the whole bot that's spinning, not just one part.
1: Yeah. So how is that working? Is Have they got a way of adjusting the speed of each wheel individually so as to change... I don't the, know. The, oh, man. I can't even get my head around it.
2: It's called Melty Brain System because apparently the whole system behind it would melt your brain it's very complicated so it's it's a serious robot Mm. as nuts as it is it is still tough to control and has very narrow wheels and one of the big problems not problems but one of the big control issues that you can get with it if you're not used to controlling Mm. melty brain nuts is it is 26 miles per hour so it is a fast fast machine so you can get out of dodge very quickly and start spinning. I suppose in theory it, it gets out of dodge, but in any direction,
1: you know, it's it's not exactly easy to drive. No, and it almost doesn't have a driving ability. It's more that it will just spin on the spot, and then you can just lean it in different directions, I guess. But yeah, and
2: hope it works. But yeah. you couldn't
1: just drive it straight forward, for example, <laughs> in a in a calm and timely a methodical calm and timely fashion. And no, it no. would sort
2: of crazily start bumbling about. No, looking at it. It must be quite hard to tell what side is the front. Good point. (laughs) So it has three metre long flails with two kilogram heads put on the tops. Now, them being that long, the force going behind those, didn't they say in the episode, it's something like being hit with a sledgehammer six times a second?
1: Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah. That's
2: some pretty nasty stuff. That is a lot. Pinpoint stuff. It's made of hard ox and mild steel, so it's still hard. Say that much. (laughs) Yep. And it has its three mini-bots. Probably the most effective mini-bots we've ever seen.
1: Yeah, just there to buy time whilst uh, Nuts picks up speed. That's pretty much it, isn't it?
2: Yeah, that really is it. It's got a red wedge with googly eyes. Yeah, It's got a red sort of forked robot. Mm -hmm. And a white toothed wedge, which actually has six horsepower. So it's quite powerful for like a few kilogram machine. So, yeah, those... Bots are actually, for mini-bots, they're strong enough and well-designed enough to get under wheels and knock things around a bit.
1: They're not there for show.
2: They're not there for show. They're actually pretty effective. And there's also, of course, the potential for entanglement with its big, long chains hanging off it.
1: Yeah, it was almost built for this series, wasn't it? (laughs)
2: Like, almost every bot. (laughs) But what is the quip?
1: Okay, so this one is going to be... Or, oh, this bot
2: will drive you nuts. No. Oh. Back and more deadly than ever. Serious. Deadly. It was, yeah, it was deadly. Back deadly. and more deadly than ever.
1: So, when referencing Nuts, one of the most eccentric and unique characters to walk through Robot Wars in recent years, they have decided that the quip will be...
2: Back and more deadly than ever. Than ever, Ben. Than ever. More deadly than that time they got annihilated by Carbide. More deadly than that time they were immediately flipped out of the arena by Matilda. More deadly than ever. Good God. Nuts (laughs) 2.
1: That's the thing. You then (laughs) attach the fact that it's called Nuts 2 to that (laughs) sentence. So they couldn't even be bothered to think of something amusing. For a bot that has all this comedy potential, Mm -hmm. they just went with back and more deadly than ever.
2: Back and just it's more deadly than back ever. Back and more deadly than ever. And more deadly than ever. And back. And it is back. So nuts they were half back. right.
1: They are. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it is technically more deadly than ever, I guess.
2: I mean, yeah, we see a hell of a lot more damage dished out by nuts than it ever has been. But in all fairness, forth.
1: I would be worried if there was a returning bot and it was back, but not really <laughs> as deadly as last time.
2: <laughs> it's back. it be like, and why are you ever? back
1: then? Yeah. <laughs> weird.
2: Oh, let's move on to the big boys of the episode, or at least what most people were assuming would be the big winners.
1: Concussion. As the team captain, I've got to keep everybody
0: in line and make sure they know what they're doing at the right time. The robot game is
1: a battle of wits as well as intellect and ingenuity. When we want something, I get it sorted.
2: Are you a control freak? Uh,
1: Not completely but we all we all the
0: like things very just the way they are in
2: response to that ah, well that's the way i
0: like them just okay, uh,
2: yeah. Yeah. a touch of that
0: a little bit yeah. you really have to be to get it the way you want it
2: in the pits i take charge
1: with uh yeah tim's really good interview skills
2: yeah he's a natural isn't he? yeah he
1: could <laughs> just sell anything yeah oh, he's an awesome yeah, guy yeah very charismatic leader so concussion
2: concussion so last year they did pretty good for themselves. They made it into the grand final. I think they were the first ones knocked out. They the were grand the fans that can. Yeah. They made it to the grand final. Yeah. They won their heat and they won their heat with major drive issues throughout the whole damn thing. They all, oh, they were constantly having their drives not working properly, usually on one side as well. They yeah. beat Thor by essentially s- sitting in the same spot and then just hitting Thor with their horrible spinner and it just killed Thor. It works. Yeah. For a robot that had huge problems to go so far. Mm-hmm. to come back upgraded better so it's an orange drum spinner orange a unique color for the robot Wars arena. you don't see many orange bots no it just stand out a bit doesn't it just yeah yeah, yeah very halloweeny yeah. orange and black it is basically a box with a drum on the front a very powerful drum yeah quite a compact robot which is clever you want to make everything around your weapon i guess as small as possible so your weapon takes up as much surface area as a robot as it can so yeah. you're more likely to hit with the weapon by, exactly by pure chance yeah the weapon is now made of two locks which takes a, a lot of a lot of effort to machine and get into shape so hmm. it is a very 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 hard drum spinner last year it took a lot of nicks and dents and bumps so this should be less susceptible to being a damaged spinner and more capable of being a damaging spinner makes sense Single toothed, the point being that tooth that comes out is where it will hit and all the force will be and impact will be there. 6000 RPM at 26 kilograms. It's a very, very strong drum mm. that shouldn't have many major issues. Armor is titanium, Ray hardened steel and polycarbonate. So a big mixture of.
1: I was about to say, that's a melting pot of stuff there.
2: Big mixture, all depending on what they're protecting, I guess, from the wheels to the front to the top. The top is a polycarbonate, Mm. so I guess it's most susceptible to axe shots with the wheels being huge and exposed and then a polycarbonate top. But they have beaten Thor before quite effectively, and that was their previous version, so lighter and more powerful drive motors and a custom gearbox. So hopefully all of the drive issues they encountered last season should be well and truly gone it now has little lights on top as well so it, can, it has little like LED lights and stuff to flash
1: well I'm sold
2: yeah that's how you <laughs> that's how you make me a fan <laughs>
1: that, that's how you win a Robot Wars no it's such a great looking bot and the fact that they went from the sofa to the semi uh, to the semi-finals the grand finals where did they get to it was the final episode wasn't it yeah, they yeah got the, Through to the grand finals. the amount they've achieved another robot that represents the whole anybody can do it
2: it also represents the the new generation of robot wars, so to speak. Yeah, You've got your real successful robots have all come from the reboot seasons. So your Apollos, Carbides, Concussions, mm. Pulsar slash Magnetar mm-hmm. these these are the names of the new generation of robots. Yeah, it's pretty cool that it's not just the same old, same old. It actually had different name, um, working names when it was originally being built. We probably went through these last episode. But like hell could either of us remember them. So what do you think their um their working names were, their working titles for the robot?
1: Um Headache?
2: <laughs> that would have been good. No.
1: <laughs> Tension in either Temple.
2: <laughs> <laughs> these are all names they should have for other robots Pain on their in team. the lower
1: base of the skull. <laughs> <laughs> what did they call it? I can't remember
2: a thing. Thrash metal? Cool or Riptide. Riptide. Riptide's a good name. Riptide is actually a cool name. Good name for a blue robot. Riptide. And we said they went from the couch to the um to the arena. Um, they went to the couch from the couch to the arena four times over their budget of four of two thousand pounds for eight <laughs> grand. <laughs> Holy on, moly! On this, on this bot, maybe more now because that might be referring to the original. I don't know. It's amazing. So it's probably a lot more now. Now that they've got Toolox, drum, and all of that. And did you notice the way it was being monitored using, they had like an iPad or a tablet?
1: A non specific brand template.
2: <laughs> I didn't, I, I yeah. didn't even tell what it was, but yeah. they use software to monitor the robot's performance. That's great. And it even has like a camera in it and stuff. Oh, that's did really you, did cool. Did you see the clip? Did you see it in the episode? No, did, no, I just clicked it up down and for a second. Oh, man. And it's like, it is proper like futuristic looking software where they're like, you can see the parts of the robot and it's telling you what's working, what's not, and all that kind of thing. That's amazing. But that's proper, that's, that's proper future robot stuff. stuff there.
1: Future. We live in the future with this bot. That's incredible.
2: A heavy favourite for the episode. So what is the quip for concussion? Oh, this
1: spot, yeah, it'll give you a headache to death. Yeah, I'm trying to predict it now.
2: A recipe for mayhem. What's that got to do with concussion? They're what? not
1: even trying. They stopped trying at some point. A
2: recipe for mayhem. No, won't actually, get Google up. Google mayhem recipe. Okay. okay. we're let's gonna see get... if concussion comes up.
1: If it doesn't, when we get the uh, writer of that book on the show, here we are, cooking mayhem.
2: <laughs> what we got?
1: Well, uh, cooking mayhem is a website, but there is the mayhem cocktail recipe.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Is concussion a <laughs> part of it? Well, I'm. Um, uh, let me ha- let me have a look because let's not write it off just yet. They could have actually really like pulled a fast one on us and done the research. We don't know. Okay, so the ingredients of the mayhem cocktail is one and a half ounce of Del Magui Chichicapa Mezcal, uh, three-quarter ounce of Campari, three-quarter ounce of Mayhar syrup, and five ounces of Vicarious Trapel guys, and you garnish with an orange wheel or a concussion. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. You don't know that at all. <laughs> no, it turns out it's not an ingredient for uh, for Mayhem. And also, it sounds like they've just got like... Uh, the fortune cookies of badass quips and they're <laughs> yes, just like yeah. cracking one every time they start a new bot because that does not represent concussion at all
2: <laughs> recipe for mayhem oh god we'll have to go through some of these old ones at some point because some of these we just won't have another honestly chance. we could,
1: we should probably do an episode on it because on the book. this is bonkers we should just do an episode on just the book
2: oh god I can't wait for next week because expulsion are in that and they have an awful one <laughs> Oh my god. Foxic. You remember Foxic? I do. You might not see Fox again, we don't know. Nah. But what I can tell you is it's quip. Go on, Foxic. That's okay, fox.
1: so it's a fox. So I'm thinking, or oh, this bot, this bot's crafty like a fox. What's the quip? Off with your spinner. What does it mean? I don't know. What does it mean? I don't know. What does that mean? I don't know. What's that got to do with Foxic? Nothing. Off with your spinner. Off with your spinner. Off with your spinner. Just get off. Just take it off. with your spinner. What, (laughs) like, 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 a Victorian peasant's about to be executed and they're like, off, off, with your... And then it's like a robot instead so they're like, spinner? (laughs) Off with your spinner.
2: Oh my god, I can't believe that. That's so terrible. That's so
1: stupid because it's... The bot's called
2: Foxic. (laughs) I know, there's so many options.
1: Fantastic Mr. Foxic. (laughs)
2: that's a good one (laughs) i just can't believe that's it's almost sad it's almost sad oh wow let's
1: ah boy yeah okay we'll make that an episode at some point Mm -hmm. we're just gonna read all of the bots and all of the quips and it'll slowly descend into (laughs) madness (laughs) should we do one more should we do one more just one more and then we're gonna go to the episode because i realize now that we're pushed for time
2: do you remember any old robots do you have like a, a request
1: No, just throw one out.
2: Let's look at Pulsar, because it's Magnetar now, so we won't see a Pulsar again.
1: Good idea. So let's see
2: a Pulsar again. I bet it's awesome now. Okay, okay. Pulsar. Pulsar. Grinding and smashing its way through the walls. I mean... It's not as bad as the others, is it?
1: No, I mean, it is... Kinda? 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 I mean, it's, it's kind of obvious. It'd be like if you were driving your car into the car park and you were like, reversing into the space. It's just like, well, yeah. (laughs)
2: That's kind of the point. That's how it works, isn't it? Yeah, I suppose we should talk about that thing we're going to review now. The episode.
0: Confirmation, please, that the arena is clear and safe for combat. Arena clear. The arena is clear. Shots of the robot ears, please, on two. Stand by. Let's go. Welcome to Rumor Force. Device
1: at three, two, one, activate. oh previously on robot wars and then it just sort of said who won last week so it was
2: very brief wasn't it yeah it's like previously on robot wars and then who was who won last week
1: (laughs) it was (laughs) obviously
2: it was obviously rapid (laughs) oh yeah (laughs) yeah It was like, previously on Robot Wars, Rapid 1, now his Robot Wars.
1: But I thought they were only going to do that for the Carbide one, and only because it was just literally previously on Robot Wars, Carbide, and now. But no, it turns out they're going to do that for everything.
2: <laughs> previously on Robot Wars, Nuts too. <laughs> <laughs> no, <play>. really. <laughs> <laughs> no in-arena, sport-style start with Ange and Dara this And time. I kind
1: of wish they would do that every week. Yeah, it's I quite... like consistency. You like that consistency? Yeah, it makes yeah. me feel safe when watching the program.
2: No, nope, we go straight into looking at the first bunch of robots, which just yeah. features, well, our first match, the kegs, um, and they just show the kegs working mm-hmm. quite proudly. Toron and Iron Ore 6, where they just build on the experience.
1: And your house for today will be Sir Kay. This is a very messy match.
2: And I mean messy. This is a messy episode, but yeah. this is the start of it. Yeah. It's just sort of easing you into mess. It's a bit of, oh, it's such a weird match. Ooh, a lot of the matches this episode yeah, are really, really odd ones. The bots
1: are oddly matched. They're evenly matched in the sense that bits of them can break off and do. Iron Ore's entanglement weapon must have been the bane of the producer's lives, <laughs> because it got everywhere.
2: Well, at least that can be swept up, as opposed to something else that gets everywhere later on in the episode.
1: Good point. Good point.
2: The match starts with Toron getting up to speed. I say Toron. Now, a couple of them in the episode kept saying Tauron. What's a Tauron? Don't know. What's a Taurus? It's
1: Tor. Taur. <laughs> taurus. Tauron. And they get a sweet uppercut on a keg. Don't
2: they, know which keg, but a keg. They kill the kegs pretty quickly, to yeah. be honest. One of the kegs and Toron immediately starts smashing up iron ore's entanglement cannon things, mm-hmm. littering the floor with plastic, Bits basically. Bits of plastic
1: and rope, I think. Did you see that sweet moment where a keg is completely incapacitated, and then Sir Killalot just sort of nudges it in the direction of the button? That was really out of character for Sir Kay. I was like, what are you doing?
2: He's making the rules up as he goes along. He's
1: unhinged.
2: Of course, we get that big uppercut you mentioned, where the keg goes flying so high it almost... Oh, does it hit the presenter's booth, or at least goes very close?
1: It gives everyone a good scare.
2: I think it's the keg's spinning blade itself that gets launched into the air.
1: It's this kind of thing that makes um, watching Angela and Dara's reactions so much more fun. Do you know what I mean? This is the best part of why they've done that, because... When something completely wild and unhinged happens in the match, it immediately seems to cut to Dara and Angela. And they're always screaming. <laughs> just noise.
2: Because they're <laughs> perfect it's so for good.
1: It. It's brilliant. And it just feels like they're watching it with you. Because it always felt like they were disappearing and then coming back at the end of the yeah, match. Yeah, like, where and are they? I didn't they? like that, yeah.
2: Oh, so this idea they're just, like, off-eating biscuits in a staff room kind of thing. Exactly. Like and that kind of ruined it, sort of you know. Yeah. So seeing them actually watch it, you know, so cool. And someone goes in and goes... I know one. okay i'll go say hey i know i guess you guys won way yeah yeah if now was... they're actually
1: watching it and then he's jogging down the stairs to go congratulate them and uh they've it... got a bit of banter going between the two of them now and they're, they're making predictions predict- yeah. and stuff
2: and it's cool yeah i like it they should enter our prediction off our prediction league a, a big point of that as well is it kind of takes the place of a lot of the cutting to the competitors booth a lot mm-hmm. because most of the time, they're so engrossed in what they're doing, yeah. their reactions are a lot milder. Something big will happen, then I go, oh, <laughs> that's, that's it, that's <laughs> what you'll get out of some them.
1: <laughs> in all fairness, any hype that does wind up being missing is made up in spades by Jonathan.
2: He's the king of hype. He is the hype master.
1: Oh, man, yeah, this is just a weird match. The um, match
2: quickly becomes Iron Ore versus Toron, yeah. thanks to the kegs being killed very quickly. It's very obvious, Iron Ore, no flipper working, it's just a... It's just a wedge. it's just it's like roadblock. exactly. <laughs> the original champions. So, Toron consistently nipping is it, it, what I will say
1: putting in a good performance looks quite strong, starts to like lose its drive towards the end of the match or something.
2: It's strange. It ends up being a bit of a pushing match. It seems like iron ore are well armored enough that Toron's spinner doesn't do anything crazy. It sort of scratches yeah. it up and gets yeah. a few dents, but nothing that really is solid, strong damage. So they spend most of the match bashing into each other. Toron often goes up the wedge, which there are many times where if the flipper was working on Iron Ore, Iron Ore probably would have dominated, to be fair. How many flips can a good vertical spinner take? Because they always land on the spinner. The amount of impact and just horrible effects that can happen. self damage and stuff, yeah. So they end up sort of stuck in the middle for a little bit when Toron goes up the wedge. circular lot comes in, sort of nudges them to unstick them.
1: He gets to separate it, them, yeah. yeah separate is yeah, better yeah. word. <laughs> that's one way to put it. Yeah.
2: Iron ore moves like a couple of more meters and then just dies. Yeah. But that whole time, Toron weren't moving, and that's where the match ends unclearly.
1: Really, like vague. Yeah. yeah it's like, like a proper grey area situation going on.
2: If you weren't getting the footage of the judges speaking during that moment, you wouldn't have any idea what's going on. No. Although you do see Noel Sharkey say, oh, um, I know did move a few meters. So we're yeah. counting down so Toron.
1: Th- they're considering I know wins because Toron was essentially incapacitated.
2: Immobile first.
1: Yeah, basically. But I mean, Iron know didn't really do much offense in the match.
2: They didn't, they couldn't do much. No functioning
1: match. weapon. And it's a difficult bot to drive aggressively, I guess. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it was a difficult one, really. So it won, despite not really doing much.
2: Yeah, it won by... Outlasting. Outlasting yeah. by seconds. Yeah, outlasting literally Toron seconds, yeah. By seconds. Couldn't have been any closer for Toron. Toron not happy with the result. I can understand why. Yeah,
1: it was a close one, and it must have been a really difficult decision for the judges.
2: Do you notice when they, they cut to um Team Toron, you know... Being a bit like, oh, I'm a bit gutted by that. Hmm. We drove off at the end, so, you know, we, it was a working bot. We just stopped because we thought it was over, blah, 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 blah. And then it just cuts to Iron Ore. Um, what's his name? Mr. Grimm. Yeah. And he's just like, man, just like horribly evilly laughing. Like, <laughs> <Aww>. <laughs> it's great. God damn. Weird fight, mess everywhere. Yep. Angela sweeps up for a little while for that camera moment. <laughs> Classic,
1: novelty moment. <laughs> Little do you fights. realize they did actually make a sweep the entire arena. Up. Budget cuts. <laughs> 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 yeah, weird. But we we got a winner from the first match. So yep, yep. Unlucky for Toron.
2: Nope. That's how it goes sometimes.
1: It's, uh, it's it wasn't my favorite match. Not a lot happened. Inconsistency with the weapons. Bit mismatched, really. I suppose.
2: In theory, it shouldn't have been. You had a cluster bot. Mm-hmm. You had a powerful spinner. Yeah. and a flipper. Just none of them really <laughs> did what they were supposed <laughs> to do, did they? <laughs> it should have been immense, and it just wasn't. Bit of a shame, but you can't <laughs> always guarantee an epic. No. You can't always guarantee Carbide Gabriel was going to happen no, in your first true. match. That is true. Moves on to the
1: second group battle. Before we start the battle, I just want to say nuts in a field with horses running in the background. Oh,
2: don't worry, I've noted about that. As well. Good.
1: I just wanted to everybody get that mental image. Right I now. want
2: that i want an image of that framed (laughs) huge huge image of it framed if we can get a
1: screen capture of that we could make it our twitter like flag background you know because it's just such a nice picture
2: it is a beautiful picture it's stunning i'd like it painted yeah absolutely
1: really dramatically painted and you have to actually go close to the painting and actually look for a second and then you stop and go wait is that nuts two at the front?
2: Because yeah. <laughs> everyone, cause everyone's going to immediately recognise it as yeah. nuts too. That's two.
1: Nuts two. You know, it's hanging in a gallery. You know, oh, horses, like great composition. And hang on, that's nuts two. <laughs> Mate, what's nuts two doing in your horse drawing?
2: <laughs> More like what are those horses doing in my nuts two drawing. <laughs>
1: okay, so nuts two versus concussion versus four thousand. Can we just shorten it to four K?
2: um i for my notes i called it a4k a4k a4k, I like A4K. It. that's cool that's cool that should be its next name cuz you know it's cool
1: a4k early on nuts gets straight up to essentially full speed real quick
2: the tactics for nuts are really spot on nuts immediately start spinning mm-hmm. the three cluster bots go to just try and ram and Slow down the opponent as much as possible mm-hmm. so nuts can keep getting up to speed. Yeah. Very clever. Concussion quickly underestimates nuts and goes for what I'm guessing they were hoping would be just a full pelt killing blow, which would yeah. do what usually happens to nuts and cause it to go flying into the air, all this horrible stuff to happen. Yeah. <laughs> it would be just the pieces. Tank the first hit and nuts will take care of itself. Instead, nuts too, with the precision of a precise man. Mm. snipes the wheel of concussion yeah what a hit like how they got that shot so perfectly oh never know yeah you could say it was an accident but judging by nuts 2's results for the rest of the show it's almost ridiculous perfectly hits concussions wheel and takes that wheel out that's gone But this leads me to the question, how do you get close to nuts too?
1: You have to tank a hit.
2: You have to take hit. There's no
1: other way. And judging by the fact that it took that wheel out in one hit, imagine carbide charging towards it full speed, both at full speed.
2: Really got to be careful. Yeah. There's no way close to the thing no. without...
1: It's a tanking situation. You just have to be able
2: to eat a hit. Mm, and you're clever. constantly going to be knocked off balance and off guard... By the little cluster bots. Yeah. So even if you go in and tank a few hits, you might miss yourself. And all of these bots that have entered this competition have put all of their armour at the front,
1: anticipating a head-on carbide attack. No one suspects being flailed in the side. That's a good point. No one's putting their armour on the sides, man. This is going
2: to be crazy. So concussion, now one-wheeled, which is unfortunately standard territory for them as of last season. A4K... Pushing around Concussion, using their little forks at the front to take advantage. They both sort of go into Nuts 2, take big blows, and then leave Nuts 2 alone, realising it's actually quite a dangerous machine this time round. scary. That's when um, Androne and Concussion end up on the floor flipper. Concussion goes over. Androne immediately take advantage and just sort of take Concussion. Take him to the side, to the little feeding area. And let that crusher slowly come down, Mm-hmm. pierce through the underside of concussion like butter, right under the wheel, and then Androne 4K again, like an insect after mating, just dies. <laughs>
1: so it's creepy,
2: isn't it? <laughs> it's really something quite it's quite horrible unnerving. About and
1: it. then they're just like locked in this death grip together.
2: It's like <laughs> it's like it took out concussion. It got that little sp- that. Crusher in. And he was like, that's it. My purpose is done. And then just shuts down. Just stops. They both get counted out because they're stuck there. Technically, yeah. Concussion are still moving. If you watch the yeah. spinner still going, the wheels turn. They just can't move. They just can't move because they're stuck in the death grip of Androne 4000. Yeah. An easy win for Nuts too. Proves it almost, itself
1: worthy and doesn't take any damage.
2: And they're the cause of everything that happened. Yeah. If Concussion weren't, well, one-wheeled by... Nuts two, they wouldn't have been susceptible to Androne and that wouldn't have been the ending. There we go. Oh, there you
1: go. Nuts two wins. And then backstage they've got an s- awkward situation where they have to separate concussion and A four K.
2: And there's a lot of confusion at the end there, apparently. What counted as immobile and all yeah, that? And, yeah, did it go did the did the count was it the full three minutes? Was it the clock?
1: In all fairness, if they sat there and ran the clock out, Nuts was still gonna win.
2: Nuts did the damage, they were yeah. aggressive, they were Functioning. Functioning at the end. They were
1: untouched almost.
2: Amazing. There you go. Amazing. And they nuts win.
1: Yeah you go. Nuts win. Dominantly. And it wasn't just nuts win due to a wacky series of events. It was nuts win due to precision hit to concussion that set everything in motion.
2: It's already one of the weirdest episodes. It's only been two, three ways so far.
1: We're in strange territory right now. Okay, so that takes us to uh
2: it's the robot redemption or yeah. the loser bracket. It's the loser bracket. It's the loser bracket.
1: The kegs versus concussion.
2: So spinners versus spinner.
1: Sir Kay and Matilda looming mm-hmm.
2: in the corners. Kegs before the match. Optimistic concussion in super repair mode to get back up to a uh, up to full hundred percent self. This match shows what concussion is capable of and why they're a former grand finalist. Yeah, it's
1: almost as if they're better having been hit. It's almost like Nuts knocked something into it. <laughs> like because the they just
2: come out in this match and just murder the kegs in seconds. <laughs> they, they knock some rage into Tim, and that's yeah. it. No more messing about. No more underestimating anything nope. or anyone. Concussion straight up to speed. Immediately de-kegs one of the kegs. Yep. It's like a firework going off. Because there's all that, that sort of wooden base... Splinters fly everywhere. The armor flies off into the distance. The pieces from inside are going everywhere. I don't. Oh, it? It's it's horrifying to watch. It's almost gory
1: and it's merciless. And concussion obviously wins. Concussion. Just for clarification, yeah,
2: they play with the other keg for a while. Yeah, knock it into the floor flipper, knock it about, and then a big killing blow. Gets barbecued by Sir Kay, yep. fived the usual. Um, oh so yes, had a lot of finishing manoeuvres. <laughs> what a brutal, brutal fight! A sobering moment for the kegs. Yeah, who got teetotaled by oh. concussion?
1: Oh goddamn! <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh damn! That hurts. Come on, man! Oh yes! Oh, oh yes! Jesus Christ! <laughs> 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 Moving on cautiously, we get to Tauron versus A4K, with Sir K in the corner. So A4K is basically chasing for the first part.
2: I guess that's kinda of the point of both of them. Tauron needs to get up to speed, A4K needs to grab you.
1: Exactly. A4K do have the reach to grab and crush
2: yes. Tauron. Quite effectively actually, surprisingly yeah. effectively. I think a lot of people were surprised at how well this crusher pierced things.
1: There's actually a lot of tense clinching in this match with um, you know, a combination of where A4K can bite and pull Toron close in. Toron is not something you want that close to you.
2: It's so brave to say that much. is very very <laughs> so brave. So you've got
1: a situation where A4K is trying to crush Toron and at the same time Toron is rapid uppercutting a4K.
2: A4K very well controlled for the full match, I have to say. Mm. They push Toron about. They get their first big grip after pushing Toron into a wall. Whenever they get a grip, it's right. Oh, it straight in the in. center, yeah. right where this spinner is, yeah. and it just you just see it go in, and you look at it and think, "Oh, are they going to pierce something important?" Yeah. Toron get up to speed whilst they're both on the spikes. So A4K has Toron in the death grip. A spike pops up knocks tauron a bit and that's actually when tauron's uh spinner hits a4k which shred sort of one of the front plates of a4k's mm. armor which looks awesome uh, a4k don't even don't even let go they're like we're just gonna take it just nope keeps, yeah just keep eat squeezing. The hits
1: yeah and keep squeezing and squeezing and i suppose that's uh that pays off in the end because it has to go to the judges a4k win
2: some call it controversial or close i think as much as tauron got quite a few good hits off mm-hmm. i don't want to say it was all cosmetic but it only it shredded armor it did armor's there to protect you
1: it's there to eat hits yeah
2: a4k didn't really end up in that big of an issue other than so sort of, for the last quarter of it they start having some drive issues on yeah. one side and one of their forks is bent upwards they look beaten up but we also get smoke coming from tauron a few times after <laughs> one squeeze that During the middle of the squeeze, suddenly smoke starts. So there
1: is a chance they're piercing something on the way down. Something horrible, which is actual authentic damage, I guess.
2: Exactly. Yeah, that or Toron's venting something. Maybe this. Maybe it was supposed to be like that, because like a like a bull with smoke coming out of its nostrils. Oh, that'd be awesome, but really unpractical. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) So
1: unpractical. No, you're right. I mean, Toron was giving it its all, but A4K had control for most control of the and aggression yeah
2: aggression gets you the most points control damage and aggression yeah control and aggression straight to a4k damage maybe tauron did a bit more but a4k still did some still was on
1: the board for that definitely so
2: you, you look at it at points like that you could easily see why the judges unanimously went for Androne 4000 gutted a bit for tauron because it's almost yeah. like they have this great bot And it couldn't have been any closer of two battles that they got where they lost.
1: They just sort of like, yeah, they almost, they just got the wrong heat or something, you know? Real bad luck.
2: Iron Ore happened to last three seconds longer than they do in Mm -hmm. the first one after they were probably on top of it. And they do a lot of damage to Androne. It felt like
1: A4K was like the perfect bot for them to, to be countered by, if that makes sense. Do you yep. know what I mean? It's not the perfect bot to defeat them, but it definitely was kind of, like, so even against them. Close battle.
2: Close but battle, yeah. goes to the goes to the Crusher, which is nice. It's nice seeing a Crusher have some success. Yeah, no. they got a win under their belt. They're not out of the game, are they? Beat a brutal weapon as well. Maybe we'll see a
1: resurgence of Crusher's now.
2: This moves us on to the semi-finals now.
1: Concussion
2: versus Iron Ore 6 indeed indeed yeah. this is one of the many times i noted down iron ore six as iron or ivy or iron ore four <laughs>
1: <laughs> just a, little typo there man concussion aggression
2: pretty much straight off the bat oh god yeah charges him now iron or claim that their flipper was working in the test arena so someone up there hates iron ore, let's just yeah. say that much not having much maybe like it's those kids from those evil kids that have been um you know sabotaging oh, what was that bot called the sabotager traction
1: traction yeah maybe it's the traction kids going about kids. causing
2: trouble and mayhem yeah they're killing
1: killing off robots slowly. killing off robots <laughs> man it's quite dark all of a sudden i thought they were just nicking stuff but <laughs> nope turns out they're killing bots off yeah concussion super aggressive uh, gets some serious uppercuts off on Iron Ore. Iron Ore pretty much gets knocked straight onto its butt. Gets a fresh bit of barbecue in. Concussion gets some cheeky extra shots in as well. Last Literally last yeah. second as well. like, But just to make sure they were super dead. So we're seeing a real aggressive, like you say, after that first match, Concussion. Totally different bot we've been seeing.
2: Not taking any chances no. now. Going full force iron ore, they're the older ex- they're the old experienced yeah. team and concussion are the the young new upcomers mm-hmm. and it was like a young guy f- fighting an old man it just <laughs> yeah. absolutely yeah. annihilated iron ore you wouldn't think iron ore is this prestigious no. top performing awesome bot and it's all be- it's almost all because there was no flipper they got flipped over by one of the hits from concussion yeah. couldn't self right. they never had a chance from that point exactly onwards. that was it Oh it makes me really excited to see what concussion are going to be like in that 10 way. Oh, I'm big almost time. starting yeah. to I don't want to say a favor though I almost I can almost guarantee in my mind it'll be a flipper that wins it because they seem oh, more going to be so interesting. Ideally tuned for that kind of thing but all concussion. Oh concussion, I'd like to see them yeah. win that 10 bot rumble. Anything that touches that front. It's going in the air. And if they're as tactical as they have been these past two matches for them, it's going to be interesting stuff. Oh yeah. Our next semi-final: the big N two, nuts two, and A four K
1: with Shunt and Dead Metal.
2: Now, Androne's and claw is already needing major repairs. With it, literally everyone helping out, did you spot all the different teams helping out? You had mm. the Danbys in there? Ah, uh, good old Danbys. You had what was that robot with the mascot? Bucky the robot. Bucky the right. robot was in there. Angela was in there <laughs> helping out. Doing something, and nuts too are just talking about how they want to utilise their mini bots because they're not they're not taking any damage. No, they're they not want not to, to work get out there on and their robot. trouble, yeah. Now they're the machine sitting out back, arms folded, like yeah. What are you going yeah, no, yeah, no no to do? We got no damage. We can we sit down. Don't have to do any work.
1: Sandwich, meal we deal, Tesco, bots. three pound.
2: <laughs> the cluster bots do their thing, which is buy time, while nuts picks up the speed. They're a better swarm than the swarm. They swarm on A4K's sort of each side of them under under each wheel. And A4K's kind of like, ugh, ugh, what do I do? Shuffling
1: about, trying to shake them off. By that point, Nuts has turned into a tornado of devastation, which should have been the quip. (laughs) What happens to A4K?
2: It's the weirdest death scene (laughs) I have ever (laughs) witnessed. So, Nuts 2. Again, using this new sniper-like precision. One of the ends of Nuts 2's weapon, one of those 2kg blocks of metal, whilst it's spinning, hits A4K's hydraulic arm perfectly. There's probably not another weapon in the show that could have so accurately hit something. Now, because it hit the hydraulic arm so perfectly, it obviously severs it, and since hydraulics are... powered by a liquid, that's it. The The fluid starts vent- le- leaking out everywhere. Yeah. Because that's, it's, it's, it's liquid pressure, it's, it's hydraulics. It's liquid, it's in there. So, so not only does it start leaking, but it starts actually, like, super-soakering out. Proper horror movie blood spurting. Yeah. Like, st- yeah. It's, it's squirting into the air. It feels like it shouldn't be on TV. It it's feels violent. Wrong. Yeah, it feels like violence. It is
1: the robot wars equivalent of puncturing an artery. Goes everywhere. It's, it's
2: uncomfortable. And to it's watch, all over the awesome. other
1: bar. And like you know, yeah, it's oily it's a, as well. Yeah. It's an oily liquid. Yeah, exactly. So it's all, yeah,
2: it's suddenly a slippery arena. This might be our first robot to ever lose via bleeding out. Yeah,
1: it basically does. It bleeds out. Nuts two wins and it's kind of. It's, it's That's so two horrible. wins by, by puncturing the other bot. Effectively.
2: It's so horrible. I've yeah. never seen anything quite like it. I Literally. felt like it should have been like blurred out on the screen. It's like watching people, you know, when you, when you see people like killing an animal for food. Yeah, and they just let it bleed out and wait, yeah. and it just—it's just this horrible thing. And it's watching it's this sad. life slowly yeah. fade away, whilst yeah. this liquid pumps out, and it's just like, ugh. If they put at the beginning of this episode
1: warning, this program contains scenes of a robot nick. violence, it have been like, well, I'm sure it can't be that bad. You watch the scene, you're kind of like, wow. I
2: think it doesn't help that during its death scene, mm. a 4K, the way it's moving. It's like running about, like almost like running about, be, screaming. It horribly, seems to like, be in ah, pain. Ah, ah. It's actually in pain. It looks like it's oh. in pain. It doesn't just stay still. Like, oh, no, it's dead. Oh it's, no! It's going around the arena like it's trying yeah. to find something that will help that'll it save, save off. his life. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a... it's
1: trying to find something to cover up the bleeding.
2: <laughs> yeah, it can't okay, really just stop.
1: I mean, we could we could talk about this for hours because this is the weirdest
2: thing. Uh, as nuts to say. You can still be silly and crazy and kill things.
1: <laughs> well they're not wrong.
2: I mean, no. In fact, can. I think many In, people uh, have killed things. I was or- about
1: to say, and have been I mean, yeah. Come to think of it, the, he was actually kind of stating the obvious there because a lot of serial killers. Do have, <laughs> yeah, like, they're not <laughs> strange tendencies. <laughs> yeah. Say um, a little bit at least. <laughs> So next match we've got a four K versus Iron or six.
2: A battle that should have been a lot more because it's a weaponless battle.
1: Yeah, exactly. It was basically just down to driving, really.
2: Mm, which, yeah. in one sense, is interesting, but in the other sense, all oh, that crusher versus a good flipper. Oh, that yeah. would have been a nice, fun thing to watch. Yeah, that'd been kind of cool as well. But a, a good old fashioned pushing contest. We get a nice callback to season one. With a sumo contest. Exactly. It's
1: a sumo contest. And the pit goes down, as is tradition, when it's two pushers, effectively. A lot of the uh, tension of the match is based around them just almost going in.
2: Iron Ore, you can tell their experience in this match. They (laughs) tend to be the ones outmanoeuvring and overpowering. They're the ones trying to get round the side, get round the back, so they don't go up the wedge, so they can get pushing. A4K goes up the wedge a lot, which helps Iron Ore, really. Shame they don't have their flipper but iron ore doing things like they're pushing uh a4k into matilda they put um push a4k into the dial of doom which is where the pit comes down like you said um a4k end up with some drive issues again they seem to be sort of not moving the way they should not moving smoothly they skirt around the pit for a little while they're both slowly they're like they're battling and they're going around a lot and it always it's almost like the, the pit is like a a planet with a gravitational pull like it they keep slowly getting closer and closer closer and
1: closer to it and it gets tenser and tenser
2: and finally iron ore get close enough to just pit a 4k yeah it's it's a cool match and it's very old school i liked it It it's an old school match yeah definitely was. was an old school pit match which brings me on to um another suggestion for one of the dial of doom um things to happen oh yeah so we've had hammers. Yeah. Now I was thinking reverse pit. What, where it just goes upwards, like oh, no, no, a tower? no, 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 that would be like the flipper. Okay. No, 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 I'm talking the rest of the arena becomes the pit, <laughs> and it's just the, that <laughs> And small there's just a safe panel the that they have to get on. Yep. that they have wow. to get on before it comes down. That is good. That is good. So there'd be two panels, maybe the floor flipper and the pit, and within five seconds the whole arena <laughs> drops. <laughs> Can they not... <laughs>
1: Can they not, like, have a rogue pit where the pit just starts going up and down very quickly, randomly?
2: In different areas of the arena? different areas of the arena. (laughs) You never know what's going to happen, but bits of the arena are just rogue pitting left, right, and (laughs) centre. It'd be ridiculous. You wouldn't be able to do anything. The match starts and immediately the podium you're on just drops. (laughs) You're like, well, what? (laughs) Okay, so, moving on. They've made their way to the 10-bot melee. What do you reckon to that? I mean, if they have a working flipper, who knows? If they have a working flipper,
1: do you think they'll have a working flipper, Ben? It's the most dependable flipper on the (laughs) indies, and their major weakness is that it's uh, not dependable. So I am kind of in limbo, to be honest (laughs) with you. This one's going to perform. No, it's either going to be a really good flipper or a really bad flipper, because there appears to be only two extremes to this bot. (laughs)
2: <laughs> i'd love for it to get crazy vengeance they flip because all nine flip of crazy. the others over out of the arena one it, by
1: one it's like a ninja in there and it's just like shooting about flipping things
2: <laughs> and they win the whole of it they become they win
1: champions the whole of it. they win the whole It go on yeah yeah i was about to say that's the wild card is uh, we're gonna the 10-bot
2: rumbler yeah. could win
1: it's gonna decide a wild card it could be the bot Oh, that'd be so weird. That makes things
2: so hard to predict oh, for the grand final God damn, as well.
1: Because you've got, yeah, you've got to predict who's going to win the ten bot rumble, and then go on to think about whether or not they could win the whole thing.
2: That's a massive, massive, massive prediction. Decision. There's going to be fifteen bots that could yeah. potentially be the champ by the end of this. Panic, sheer panic. That's, when I look half of that. the, that's half half of the, of the roster the, could
1: still it. do it. Yeah.
2: <laughs> That's brilliant.
1: I Which think is, this, I think it's the best idea ever.
2: That's better than the past two seasons where half the roster gets eliminated in the first round. Yeah. They've literally done the opposite now. Exactly. Half of them have a chance I to mean, win like the half finals. of Twitter
1: is complaining about the fog of war. How about we stop complaining about that and start talking about how awesome the rumble idea is? <laughs> it's amazing. Oh, I hope yeah. we get to see the rumble
2: instead of the fog of war happening throughout the whole thing. <laughs> <And> <laughs> as an added bonus. Constant fog of war during the 10-bot rumble. Fog of war starts. It happens. And it goes away, and there's just one robot left in the middle. It's like, oh.
1: It's Tylenol. The-
2: <laughs> Still no one. No information, yeah.
1: <laughs> just slowly wheeling itself in a circle. i have done
2: it. I'd have done it
1: god that'd be weird yeah that's going to be
2: crowded that's just it's going to be absolute chaos you think of 10 robots in there think how crazy it looked when like the swarm were in there it's there was a only logistic four of them.
1: nightmare isn't it i don't do where weapons. do they
2: start Does no. start on top of sir Killer lot or something like where <laughs> do you put 10 robots i'm assuming
1: all of the hazards will be deactivated and the house bots will not be in the arena that's my theory and then everybody gets a corner I have, it God, I have
2: it on good authority that there will be house robots.
1: Oh, where At are you going to put them? In the middle? <laughs> maybe they all start in the middle, but facing each other's back, and it basically just becomes like a massive ten-way, ten paces, and then turn around and kill each other kind of situation.
2: <laughs> maybe they get, maybe they all just get dropped in. Like the like your bag oh of my hammers. God. <laughs> one by the one. Bang. Breaking upon your pants.
1: So it's like completely redundant. <laughs> Whoever can work after it. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe it's going to be like, like the elimination chamber and, um, there's just going to be a countdown. Then all of a sudden the cage opens dun, and dun, the bot dun, walks dun, in. Dun, yeah.
2: That little music plays and the light mm-hmm. goes along mm-hmm. and then it picks a random
1: bot and they get out of the cage and start attacking. Okay. So that takes us to the final match of the evening. Concussion versus nuts two.
2: Everyone predicted concussion big time did. Did everyone big predict nuts did. too? Well. Mm, yeah. <laughs> mm, yeah.
1: mm-hmm. That
2: wasn't it wasn't expected, let's say that much.
1: I mean concussion even like had special plates put over their wheels, mm-hmm. basically anti-nuts plates, which people are now going to have to start thinking about. People are <laughs> have to be thinking about nuts plates.
2: Nutbusters they called them, <laughs> <laughs> literally, so they called it's them nutbusters. Polycarbonate plates over the wheels used as mm. shields. To at least tank a hit. <laughs> nuts 2 not so silly anymore when you're custom no. making armour for them. Who's How- laughing now? <laughs> yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs> concussion are still working on the basis that you've got to tank a hit to get close. So they do go in with the intention of tanking yeah, it. immediately or interrupting the, the spin,
2: you know. Yeah. yeah. But they can't seem to get hit off on Nuts 2. And I think it's due to Nuts 2's odd shape and height. Yeah. Which means Concussion weren't able to get a good nip off no. on Nuts 2. And nuts, too, is getting consistent thwacks. Mm. Concussion go into the floor flipper, Whoa. get oh,
1: Talk about wrong place, wrong time. Yep. Worst thing ever. When I saw that, I was like, oh, God. Of all the places in the arena to be standing, God damn it. Yeah, floor flipper. Sends them flying.
2: This The problem here is the nut they installed mm. were quite high up. Yeah. And the issue is now that they're flipped over, mm-hmm. whereas they would normally be able to control, like, standard the nutbusters, mm-hmm. like, scraping on the floor, and it's causing control issues. Yeah, and then, yeah. as they're trying to control, those nutbusters are bending, and bending into the wheels. And that's causing that's even more happens, problems. isn't
1: it? Yeah, it just causes even more problems. Because
2: it should be invertible, but the nutbusters have uninvertible yeah. it. Yeah. Oh, dear. The mods get stuck in the wheels. And nuts, too, are just taking the opportunity to completely just f- smash the hell no. out of them. Concussion attempt to geoforce their way back up.
1: Man, isn't that the weirdest thing you've ever seen, though?
2: <laughs> I thought they were going to do it. I was like, oh if my they god, pulled they that are off, actually going to... it would have been the best recovery ever, because
1: it looked like they were just defying all laws of physics.
2: I was waiting for it to just beam yeah. up. It, it was just
1: like... seemed to be levitating all of a sudden, just spinning on the tip of one wheel.
2: It's like Bizarre. a UFO suddenly yeah. appeared, shone a light down on it, and started taking concussion. It's Man, insane. I've never seen anything quite like it. The bot
1: it. that gravity forgot...
2: And then remembered shortly after, because they just (laughs) just
1: could not find their way up. And they just sort of tumbled back down, and it became very obvious that the match was over. The definitive
2: this-is-over moment was when Shunt came in and got that massive axe blow on Concussion. It hits the drum, and Mm. the drum immediately stops. Yeah, and that's it. It's obvious what it's done. I love love that that Shunt is dangerous nowadays. Like, that axe blow, huge sparks, and then Concussion... basically stop they hover around the spikes i think what they're trying to do here concussion which is kind of clever the spikes shoot upwards i think they're trying to get themselves on a spike yeah so the spike shoots upwards and flips them back over unfortunately they get hit like four times with the spikes and at no point do they end up being flipped over they just sort of get bumped around a bit yeah um the wedges get destroyed by by nuts too just Ends up killing all of its own um, teammates. Countdown begins, because concussion just can't move anymore. Yep. And Nuts 2 go through to the grand final. Nuts 2, grand finalist. Nuts 2 are now with Carbide, Behemoth, and Rapid. Wow. Three heavy hitters and Nuts 2.
1: And I've got to be honest with you, like, Nuts has a serious chance here. (laughs)
2: Like, (laughs) a serious chance. I think the... I don't even know what the biggest problem is going to be. Carbide, we've seen them just be destroyed by carbide before, but that's old nuts, not new yeah. mega nuts.
1: So we are thinking that the <coughs> chains are going to act as entanglement. I'm assuming they can very easily
2: replace the chains. Yeah. They must chains. Do. They must do. So if that, if that happened, it would be intense, but they could also get one of carbide's wheels because wheels are around the side. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I think out of all of them, Rapid's probably the one they'd have the most problems with. Yeah, Rapid's, Rapid's... very
1: sleek flipper, yeah. And it's yeah. very
2: low to the ground. Rapid's yeah. only something like 20-something centimetres high. If like Rapid can tank a hit, well, they, they, might not the spin. well no, they might not even have to, because Rapid is so low underneath to the ground, it. Yeah. Yeah, maybe and such a good flipper, that might be the one for Nuts to look out for currently. Uh, Behemoth might be able to tank hits from Nuts too, because I don't think there's anything... Yeah. I mean, they'd get battered, but I don't think there's anything like on, say, Concussion and Androne that's exposed on Behemoth that, yeah. could, that would be disabled if it they was hit by They are a nut. beast.
1: And also, with all that experience <coughs> back in them as well, I'd imagine that they're, they've they looked at it from every angle. If I was them, I would imagine going in armor first in the direction the, sp- the flails are coming at you. Yeah. And then just so you wouldn't go head-on first charging directly <coughs> for Nuts itself. You would turn and face the direction the flails are coming and then just tank the hit at the front and then turn and attack them.
2: Are we insane by basically sitting here and saying we think Nuts 2's best chances in the grand final (laughs) against Carbide? (laughs) Yep. We are legitimately
1: saying that Carbide should be wary of of Nuts Nuts. and the fact that Nuts might be the uh, second 2017 Robot Wars champion.
2: Can you imagine if Nuts 2 ends up champ? Oh
1: my god. There'd be just chaos. There'd be confusion.
2: They're currently undefeated this season. Yeah. Undefeated Nuts 2. Dominant, no repairs have to be made. Absolutely right. fine. Yep. They they absolutely destroyed that entire heat. This is the point Carbide was at last time. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's wrong. Something was wrong. It's crazy. This is one of the most insane seasons of Robot Wars I think I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. How unpredictable has every episode been? You cannot predict it. Even the most predictable episodes have been the least predictable episodes.
1: It is unpredictable. I'm so confused right now.
2: Man, and when it comes to the predictions...
1: Yeah, let's get people's predictions in, because I think I didn't do that well.
2: So I guess I'll start by mentioning our predictions and how well we did. Now, by the looks of it, out of us two, you got yourself a point by putting iron ore six in third. Heyo! Heyo! You went for concussion at number one, mm-hmm. and Tauron at number two. Ah, Solid think, choices. Yeah. I also went for concussion number one. I went for Iron Ore second. And I, put, I put Iron Ore 4 on there as well. On, on my tweet, I just remembered. And I had Androne 4000 as my third place. Well. Almost. Yeah. They almost made it. If they had yeah. a working crusher in their playoff match, then hey, maybe. So between you and me, how are we doing? I got... Zero points for that. You got one. Now, the old ukulele. Mm. Big Chris McUke. Looking to his crystal ball. Went with nuts two, then iron ore, and third concussion. Meaning he got three points mm-hmm. and almost got a full house if he just swapped over iron ore concussion. That's insane. Good lord almighty. Mm-hmm. That means between the three of us, yeah. I was on top last week of seven. I'm still on seven. Yeah. You were, I think, second. Yeah. You are now, I think you're still, no, I think you've dropped a third, mate. Damn. You've got five points overall so- now. You are now in third Ooh. because Ukulele Chris went nuts and took the lead, uh, went nuts yeah. and took the lead and now has, no, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm wrong, I'm still ahead.
1: God damn it, man. <laughs> you are like the worst point keeper ever. It is terrible. Can I take like a picture of your, have you uploaded a picture of the scoreboard yet? <laughs> what do you think? I'm insane. Do you think I'm nuts too? I'm not doing that. I'm taking a photo of the scoreboard. Hold the scoreboard up. Oh my God. It looks like hell nerf. No. <laughs> and all the smudges and stuff.
2: Yeah, I know.
1: It's horrible. <laughs> it's like we have to build a Excel spreadsheet. I was working as under the soon assumption as possible.
2: we would get an Excel spreadsheet done really quickly Mm. so I was like, I'll quickly do this to keep it noted down so that way it's all there and we'll just pop it straight on we're now in episode 4 out of 6 and still Mm -hmm. don't have an Excel spreadsheet and there's now writing everywhere it's really hard to tell what's going on and all I can tell you for sure is I think James Shelton is still in the lead now with 14 points, I don't think anyone's beaten that So keep get doing well, James Shelton, because you're making life a lot easier for me by being the obvious winner.
1: I'm quite enjoying having everyone join in. It's going to be interesting to see everyone's scores at the very end. I think for the final episode, we will actually read every single person who's entered the Activate Invitational (laughs) (laughs) competition. (laughs) It's not Invitational. Everybody just tweets us. What a mess. What an absolute mess. Well, there you go. We have... Nearly reached the end of the series. We're getting closer
2: and closer. I know that's Heat D done. Mm-hmm. We're now looking at one more heat, then the grand final. We just watched probably the messiest episode in Robot Wars history. Mm-hmm. What's your rating for the episode? How the Ooh. hell do you rate that?
1: Well, I mean, it's actually difficult to rate because it just felt weird. It kind of just washed over me. I am going to give it a. I am going to give it a three and a quarter out of five. Okay, yeah,
2: I am going to give it. A three, 22.50 firsts. 22.50 firsts? Yeah, to give it a nuts rating. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, well, I
1: was going free three, three and a quarter with nuts.
2: Yeah, it was cool.
1: It was okay. It was very strange. I'm very confused. Nobody knows what's going on. I haven't processed what's happened yet. upside down. Yeah. Everything's wrong. Everything's gone wrong. We're living in backwards land. This is the upside down, isn't it? I think something's
2: happened, and I don't know what.
1: Yeah, we all the just entered the Shadow Realm and no hell's breaking loose. Nuts may actually become a Robot Wars champion. They could be the runner-ups. They could come in third place. They could be top three. Already <clears throat> anything can happen. It's already anyone's game now. Got a 10-bot it. rumble coming up with only two yeah. more bots left to enter now. Exactly.
2: Literally anything can happen. That's going to be insane. We'll have to offer yeah. some bonus points for um predicting a 10-bot rumble, right?
1: Oh, I can't wait to ask everyone what predicted predict the 10-bot rumble. There's going <laughs> to be so many weird answers. <laughs> it's going to be crazy. It might even be nuts. Oh. Uh, they're already through. <laughs> you can tweet us at Podcast Activate because someone already had at Activate Podcast, and we aren't bitter about that at all. You can email us activate podcast at com. we want to hear predictions all the time every day go on itunes and give us five out of five and tell us we're essentially the best podcast ever
2: At the moment, ukulele Chris currently has the award for best review ever given to us. Yeah, he did actually give
1: us the best review ever. It might actually be the best review ever on iTunes for any podcast.
2: I suggest everyone read it. I suggest it gets published, quite frankly.
1: It is. It's almost a work of literature, isn't it? it It's amazing. I think it is. So
2: if anyone could do better, (laughs) go ahead. But it sounds stupid, but
1: a five out of five star rating on iTunes literally changes just how many listeners we get it's the strangest thing but a good review can completely change the position it legit of the podcast helps us yeah.
2: if if you want to help us in any way we're not asking you to give us money yet we're not <laughs> <laughs> we're not asking for anything all you need to do follow us review us that kind of thing
1: retweet share like thumbs up five out of five
2: share us with your mates as long as they like Robot Wars.
1: And listen to podcasts,
2: otherwise they're just going to give you a funny look. Yeah, you guys are all part of that niche that niche group that's, that's part of both of those groups. So enjoy yourselves, and please, please, for God's sake, help us. <laughs> <laughs> just a,
1: a warm, fuzzy Robot Wars family, aren't we? Okay, and we'll see you all next week. No, we won't.
2: Or oh, will man. we?
1: Or will we review the tennis?